This is Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew, and this is my co-host, Spencer. We want to bring you an American perspective on the world game. Welcome back to another episode of Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew, and I'm here with my guy, Spencer. Spencer, how are you doing, buddy? 1-1, Champions League, headed back to City. Got to be flying. Eh, flying. I, I wouldn't say flying, maybe gliding, you know, just <laughs> a nice cruising altitude. We're not climbing or anything here. It's about as... Good as you can ask for is, I, I believe you put it when I texted you about it, as good as you can ask for when you go away to the boogeyman's house. So <laughs> not bad for the boys today, but uh, overall back from vacation, recharged, you know, yeah, all that man. good stuff. I'm I'm doing good, Andrew. How about you, my friend? I'm, I'm good. I was worried that uh, a major um, Mexican national team podcast would uh, try to scoop you up as a dual national after your vacation last week, but uh, came back to a safe and sound. You weren't able to be... Uh, uh, recruited uh, well i had more of the like <laughs> anthony taylor was able to keep you well i, I chatted with like a couple <laughs> of, like the bartenders and stuff at the resort and then like there was a couple european people i talked to and you mentioned like yeah i'm really into soccer or football whatever you put it to them as and you get the first like the oh really like that's cool like as an american thing it's it's a just a built-in thing with people they just yeah. think we're all idiots about soccer and then you start naming like <laughs> yeah i like manchester city They're like oh yeah whatever cool and you're like <laughs> I, I think that you know the team's really good but kyle walker at right back because of his lack of ability to connect the play from the back to the midfield is a real problem for this team and you start getting to tactics <laughs> and stuff and they're like oh this guy knows his shit actually wow I or I, like one of the one of the Mexican guys I talked to, I like mentioned, you know, like started mentioning people off the Mexican national team. I'm like, you know, dropping Lozano and Herrera and, you know, bombs like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talking about it, why wasn't Diego Linas on the team? And they're like, whoa, this guy. Yeah, knew yeah. That. Where did he come How long from? are you going to keep Ochoa out there? Jesus, man. <laughs> like, uh, no, I, 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 the same thing happens to me all the time at work. Like somebody will walk, not, there's nothing worse than somebody who walks in wearing a soccer team like shirt or jacket or something, right? Which people just wear because they look good, right? I'll be like, oh, big Real Madrid fan. And then half the time there's or like PSG. And then it's like, oh, I just like the shirt. Like I had somebody the other day say, no, this is just a Jordan shirt because Jordan brand does all PSG stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was like, a, it was just like a punch in the stomach. I was just like, I was ready to have like a whole conversation about, you know, our, why are you guys suspending Messi? Like, and then they're just like, it's just a shirt. I'm like, oh. If you're wearing my PSA, if you're wearing a shirt with a sports team on it in public and you talk to someone who's at their job, be ready to have a conversation with them. Just do it. It might make their whole day. 100%. But moving back, I think, to uh, keep us on focus here, as opposed to your uh, your international adventure, I was worried you were going to get taken away by some uh, some foreign podcast we don't know about. And uh, My Spanish isn't good enough. Ah, no. Un problema. <laughs> uh, <Si. laughs> um, but um, I think, yeah, like you, like you said, for City perspective, right? A 1-1 draw going back home, right? KDB 
kind of a weird game and then absolutely pulls a rabbit out of the hat like they mentioned it a couple of times on the broadcast where they were like not up to his usual par and um you know just but especially like it's it's great to be the team coming back from the one nil deficit right it's much easier to ride that high of like yep one win draw like anything can happen here like i wonder if we flip it around if like from a real madrid perspective is it like oh, we had him one nil one moment from kdb now we got to go win it at their place or i get well if you're a real madrid fan you probably just go yeah it'll be fine we'll worry about it later they're so blase about it uh, yeah, I'd argue that that's if I was a Real Madrid fan, I, I don't know. It's always easier when you're removed from it, I guess. <laughs> like looking from the outside, everything's sexier from the outside, right? But I would just be like, ah, one, one, whatever. It doesn't matter. We can win games right. anywhere. Everything's fine. But just kind of that whole. They don't even turn this game on. They're like, it's not even the <laughs> final yet. <laughs> well, that whole like this. that whole like philosophy kind of leads into just how they play, man. They are just terrifying like city to start this game for the first 30 minutes or so were just in control absolutely peppering kind in a sense they at least they were peppering uh real madrid's net like making courtois keeping him busy and mm-hmm. real madrid they just they're in like even when they're not in control of the game there's no team i've ever seen in maybe any sport that's more comfortable like not having no, being in, yeah, having no control, like just being like, you guys can do whatever you want, and we're fine with it. And that's just been their yeah. ability. You want us to have like, the ball? Great, we'll have the ball. You want to have yeah. the ball? You can have the ball, man. That's fine. You want to kind of counterattack us? Oh, that's like any any style of play. They're just like, yeah, yeah, we'll just do whatever you want us to do, and we'll be better than you. At it. Well, for like, like the first half hour, they sat back like they were like Bournemouth or something, but you know, <laughs> Bournemouth doesn't have. Kareem Benzema and Vinicius like at the spearhead of their attack when they release. So it's just terrifying, man. They can play so many ways. And um, it's kind of how they caught city on that first goal is kind of city started to lose a little bit of a foothold in the game. And Vinicius just comes up with an absolute thunderbolt from basically nowhere. It's one nil and their city's chasing the game after that. I I want to make sure we we did talk about that because the KDB shot is gross too, but like, it does like the fact that Vin- Vinicius hits that as hard as he does is like incredible. You know what I mean? It's like somebody yeah. who like has a golf swing that looks like they're not trying, right? And it goes like 300 yards. Like that was what Vinicius looked like to me. It's like, oh, he's not going to hit this very hard. Oh, wait, hold on. An absolute thunderbolt. Yeah. If there wasn't There's a net, no there, shot be for going. Ederson. Exactly. Yeah. Was... Mi- hundreds of Madrid people just in the hospital. <laughs> just couple of conkeys in the crowd or something for sure. But <laughs> like I texted you. I, I don't think I can be too critical of Ederson on that. Like I'd like him to get a hand. It wasn't like right in the corner. It's from a decent distance, but he gets, you know, unsighted by Diaz. Diaz can't get a piece of that when he tries to block it and mm-hmm. not too critical on it, especially with the way the game finished. But yeah, you know, yeah, it, I, it's just, it, it's my ongoing thing of like, is Ederson a, like even average shot stopper like he's the best in the world is with his feet for sure but sometimes it's just like man i'd look i'd be a stop for me but to be fair he did have a couple good ones near the end of the game too so he kind of made up for it it was almost like a hockey goal right it's like yeah the goalie was on like when you say that i start just thinking like play you know i'm a big big blackhawks fan as of a couple days ago so gotta really brush up on all my uh all my hockey knowledge here shout out to bedard winning the lottery um we are like, doing this on here <laughs> no 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 I, I i just bring it up as like you saying that is like 
Yeah, it's like a hockey goal. It's like, yeah, what do you want the goalie to do about that? He couldn't have a clean line of sight, right? Like, he gets a finger on it, and getting a finger on it at that point when it's hit that hard, it's actually pretty Just good. As somebody who watches Keppa not get a finger on stuff because he's small, like, you know, does Coach does Courtois maybe make that save? Maybe, but he's the best goalie in the whole world, and he did, couldn't stop everything. KDB also had a thunderbolt here to bring you guys back equal. Yeah, so I think if you're a City fan, probably – Outside of the result being pretty good for you. Um, I left the game feeling pretty happy just with the fact that City did kind of lose control of this game for a while and they didn't mm-hmm. let it get away from them, right? They It was 1-0 after that. Real Madrid really looked energized after the Venetia's goal. Um, that was, I believe, in the 36th minute, so the last 10 minutes or so, the ha- first half, and then probably for about 20 minutes, the first 20 minutes of the second half, uh, for that half hour altogether of game time, Real Madrid really kind of had City on their heels and City didn't waver. They didn't really give away a ton of like crazy chances, even though they were giving away some possession, a couple not great turnovers and such, but you know, they, they kept Real Madrid at one, kept the game in reach and found their goal, kind of put got a foothold back in the game, found their goal. And at the end of the day, I mean, you leave one, one, like you said, go to the boogeyman's house, good day all together man yeah no it's it's a it's a good result um the fact that honestly you can like you said leave the boogeyman's house and be like yeah whoever's the better team in a couple weeks will be the team that does it is like oh all right sweet um that that's about as good as you could ask for right um before we kind of get to the epl we got uh, Milan versus Inter in tomorrow's matchup. Um, any real strong thoughts there or just kind of, I'm kind of excited to see what it is. Like, I don't feel like I have a great feel for either one of these teams. They've kind of got here at this point under the radar. So I'm kind of happy to see what, you know, see them on a big stage. Yeah. I just think it's obviously a really fun matchup, right? And anytime you get a, a derby this far into any competition, that's worth anything is like a lot of fun, right? The, the jeopardy is obviously going to be very high. Um, you know, same city, lots of support. I'm sure that city has got to be one of the coolest places on earth right now. Oh, to for be sure. a Soccer fan. But um, yeah, I, I'm just with you. I think it's a really intriguing matchup, right? Um, a little under the radar, I guess, if you're not an Italian supporter, like I'm a supporter of the Italian league and stuff for sure. Like we're pretty, um blah like we're pretty uh not blase that's not the word i'm looking for we're pretty um bandwagon on the italian league once in a while like at a distance yeah. but well it's it's not our main focus i, I think it, you know like are we watching sampdoria every week no we're not we we only have so much time in the day man um but you're i completely agree like these are the fun teams at the top of the table i wish napoli was making a run i mean you see what they had the celebration when they won the league this week that place Talk about just like that view. I don't know if you saw that video. I think I sent it to you, but just the fireworks all going yeah. up across the city. What a time, man. Yeah. Shout out um, Napoli. Congratulations. Shout out Napoli. Um, yeah, I think I think kind of that's all I had on on next week's game. We'll definitely or tomorrow's game. We'll have more to talk about with it next week. But um speaking about crowning champions, city ahead of Arsenal at the top here after a big game from your boys last week or a couple weeks ago, I guess. But they've kind of uh how do you feel as a City fan? Do you feel as blasé? What do you feel more comfortable with, the league or 1-1 with Madrid back home? Um, 
Definitely, if I'm power ranking, which one I feel more comfortable in, it's got to be the league, right? I, I was sure. hoping to feel a little more comfortable um, and have Newcastle maybe do me a favor and take some points off Arsenal over the weekend. Unfortunately, that did not they, come to pass. They did everything but, man. They did everything but. Newcastle yeah. the tough one. That was a little tough one for me. That was 2-0 for Arsenal. Well played by them. They keep the pressure on City a bit. They came out one over the weekend against... Um, leads to one in a shockingly more tense game than you'd expect but nonetheless um city's got you know a game in hand and a point right now so realistically they're looking at they could they could lose and potentially maybe even draw a game and they i mean arsenal i think would have to drop them that'd be five points but i mean they got a couple draws to play with here either way like this sets up pretty well for city as long as they can win a couple of these last games and they should be okay, um, even if Arsenal goes perfect. But, yeah, um, overall, yeah, I, I feel pretty comfortable with the league. Like, this weekend, just not to get too ahead of ourselves, but I, I'd be okay with them resting some guys to focus on this Champions League fixture next week. Although, mm-hmm. going away to Everton, who's apparently a goal-scoring team now, who knows? Uh, an offensive dynamo. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could rest some guys, but you better get Diaz out there. Ederson better bring his... <laughs> His shot stopping gloves. I mean, talk about one of the least expected things. I mean, I, I was pretty distracted with work that day. And I remember you were texting me, like, what is going on? What are going on in these games? And I looked and I was like, oh my God, every game on Monday is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like literally the same thing, right? I'm I was on vacation first day back on Monday at work. So I'm tied up busy. I'm just checking Twitter really every once in a while. And I'm just like, there's a lot of gold. I'm seeing a lot of gold tweets as I go through these. Like, let's look at the old app. What's the score? Oh, the first game was like five to three. And now we're looking at like a five, four banger or whatever. And like, dude, it was yeah. just a. It's insane. Crazy, crazy. I, here. What is it? I got it. Right no, it's, it's five, I, three, five, yep. one to five and four to three. Like the, the power goals for part, you on a Monday morning. The, the funniest part of that for me is uh, I, like you said, like you get like the chance to open Twitter or whatever. I figured it was some anniversary because William scores the William only scores the same goal, which is dip the shoulder to the right and then curl it past the keeper with a shot that kind of bounces in front of him. And he had two of these in these uh, in front of the keeper, and he had two of these in this game. I wasn't really aware that Fulham and Leicester were playing, so I thought it was like an anniversary of something he had done before. You know, like one of these, like oh, on this day, like one year ago, Fulham beat Everton one nil on this William shot, William goal, and nope. Williams just back there turning the clock back, baby. Just uh, absolutely trying to put Lester down in the mud. Um, which is Everton has this offensive explosion. Southampton, man, I, I feel for those guys, but they cannot get out of their own way. They've had nothing but crazy exciting games that have ended in losses for like the last yeah. month, it feels like. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't even think we need to like run through this game by game because we've had a couple fixtures no, since the I, last yes. time we talked. Let's just kind of like go through the bottom, right? Like just yes. What's your uh, I'll I'll give you this, right? I think we're I think we can cut it down to five teams now. I think I'm comfortable okay. saying that. This is a w- would you agree? I think the Mendoza line is West Ham with with three games left. Unfortunately, David Moyes did enough, and nothing makes me sadder. David Moyes the savior. David Moyes, I just a uh the new manager bump um, is getting them safe. But no, you're right. So we've got Southampton at 24 points. Like I said, you guys are a lot of fun. 
Then dead. you've got this dead. I think they probably almost can't get out. They'd have to win all three games and nobody else could win. Yeah. No, so even, even though we can really one point. Yes. Yeah. So honestly, we can trim this down to like four. Let's just pronounce yep. uh, rest. Of no, the you're fine. I, nice as, to put as, you to bed. Yeah. You guys were fine. Well, James Ward Prowse, 20 million. Chelsea, <laughs> come on, bud. Um, Leeds United. America's team at 30 points, Leicester at 30 points, Everton safe right now in 17th place with 32 points and Nottingham Forest, a big, putting the absolute dagger into, uh, into Southampton this weekend with their four, three win, but sitting at 33 points. What? I mean, we're in for a crazy run here to the end of the season. We've got three games left, but who is your prediction to go down? Because it's been, I feel like every team has been in, every team in this thing has been up and down and safe and not safe. And it's been crazy. Yeah. Um. So I think you got to be really fearful. Southampton, obviously, we've already killed off. If you're Leeds and Leicester, I, I think you got to be really fearful here, right? Le- like, look at their schedules coming up here. yeah like leeds has newcastle west ham and tottenham like i mean maybe west ham's lets off the gas that game is away the other two are at home but maybe west ham by next weekend is like you know we're good we're not going to worry too much about this they let off the gas and uh, they've been so inconsistent maybe you well, can get and some they still have there. europe don't they still have right europe? yeah the uefa conference league that doesn't I don't know. I'm just convinced that it's something at a holiday in conference room. They all meet up and just hang out. I've never seen a game of any Whoa, of it. Hold on. Chelsea next year aspires to the conference league. You watch your mouth. <laughs> That's my fault. But anyway. Shitting on the like, conference league. Win a champions league before you shit on the conference league. You guys haven't fair. won that either. It's fair enough. Fair <laughs> but like Leeds, I, I don't know if you wouldn't take a positive. Like they, they did hold cities only two goals. Like it was a close game over the weekend. Maybe West Ham's off the gas. Maybe they rotate the squad or something. Tottenham is uh, who fucking knows what you're going to get. Newcastle's coming off a tough loss, but they're still battling for top four. You got to imagine they're going to be up for that game. That's because it doesn't look too inviting. And then like to move it on to Leicester, man, like uh, theirs might be even worse. Like, Liverpool at home yeah. and Liverpool's flying right now. Yep. Newcastle away. Good luck. And then they also have West Ham at home. Like again, same things I said for that, but I think maybe the both you of know them, what though? It looks bad. I think it's I think you you saying that is it crazy to say maybe West Ham's not quite out of the woods since they have two games against these teams? Right? If Everton goes 0-2 against those teams. They're back. It, like even then, thirty-seven is probably safe. You're right. It's I, I keep trying to want to drown them, and I can't. It's not. Yeah, it's I, not I mean, right. maybe if it if everything <laughs> goes horribly for them, sure. I guess it's possible. Still, so I just I think they're gonna have enough of a bumper. I think they get one of those games too. Um, just to round it out as context, Everton's got City, tough one. Away to Wolves, who probably safe. Maybe you don't know what you're gonna get. Bournemouth, same thing. They get Bournemouth the last week. Forest who is the safest of the three right now, but has tough fixtures. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. They go to Chelsea. <laughs> is, are we well, calling it a tough fixture? <laughs> Chelsea has scored goals on purpose and multiple in one game. Okay? Mm-hmm. The bar's low, but we beat Bournemouth, who is another team not getting relegated. Both teams ended that game singing, we're not going down. So <laughs> this one's an all-skate. 
We got well, how this about is, uh this is interestingly Chelsea's like last chance to win a game this year. So well, how about this? You guys, you guys take that, get a win there, and then the next Whoa. week Nottingham Forest can secure their safety by doing City a huge favor and beating Arsenal. And then rounding it out at Crystal. Well, if anybody needs if anybody needs favors, it's fucking City. You know, <laughs> give the little guy a break here. Um, but no, but it, I, it's it's yeah, it's it's been a really fun bottom of the table. And like West Ham is gonna weirdly decide like who shows who goes up and who go, who doesn't. Like that's the win- that's the most winnable game on like two out of the four teams we just talked about schedule left. Mm-hmm. And even then, West Ham is an enigma. So they're baby top. I think that we've done the conversation about or the narrative's obvious in the cases of like a Nottingham Forest, I think, or like a leads like you can see the holes in those teams and why they're here like everton even as well i, I want to talk about lester a little bit dude like yeah what the Let's fuck talk about like i, I know we've you. kind of done this a little in the past but you know we thought like there was that wobble like they had a terrible start and then they kind of looked like they righted the ship and everything was going to be okay and like I, I don't see them getting out of this man like what the fuck like what's what's happened <laughs> Well, I it really just goes to show you Wesley Fofana is clearly one of the greatest players in the history of uh, Leicester because the second Healy is the whole thing goes to shit and they're getting relegated. It's literally the only thing that changed from one year to another other than J.D. Var- like, we talked about, like, Leicester has this great – they had this great run as a selling club, right? They get a guy for $20 million, They sell him to a bigger team for $60 million, right? But somewhere along the line, they weren't producing top talent – Right. So the cycle was kind of broken. Right. They weren't getting the money in to then spend on the next guy. And we kind of talked about that in some of our earliest episodes where we talked about like they just didn't do anything over the summer. Right. They'd shit, they shit the bet on selling Madison. They shit the bet on selling Telemans. They got rid of Fofana, but like they didn't get rid of guys and then replenish it. And, you know, like they just, you're right. It's complete. It's one of the more baffling things, but at the same time, like you look at that team, it's like, yeah, Wout Fa- Woot Faze plays like every game for them. That guy sucks, man. Like he's given up like more own goals than Chelsea scored this year. I feel like, and he starts every game at the back for them, and they still have good pieces. I feel like, but like they're just not producing. They're just not getting it done, man. I don't. I don't. Sorry, it's There's, kind of a long rant, but what what do you want me to do? What do you want me I to just, say yeah. about that? Well, see, like I almost even I almost even like disagree that I think that like Vout Faze is like not horrifyingly bad. Like he's okay. I think he's like, like I like look at the team, right? And I'm still like, this isn't that bad of a squad. Like, what is right. like what that like because I think like several players in that team, like I think Castagna is like a really good fullback. I mm-hmm. think that yep. Um, Telemans is a great midfielder. I obviously yeah. think that James Madison has a lot of juice about him. Um, Harvey Barnes, we haven't even brought Harvey up yet. Barnes, I think he's like, like he's baby Jared Bowen. I think. Yeah, like Dewsbury like, Hall's like a a solid player. Like fine. this is yeah, this is not a like bad like right. Not and like, look at some of the team, other squads yeah. that are down here, right? Like Leeds or something. This is a better squad than Leeds, one hundred percent. When I look at oh, this yeah. one, it's just like it just doesn't make sense to me like that it's just in their worst dreams right like i thought that they'd be maybe down here and you know 
like where West Ham's at, right? Like where you were in sure. the relegation scrap, but like by the time the it the like dust really, settles, yeah. But yeah, by the time we really got to the business end, like three games left, we're like, okay, like West, like like we're saying with West Ham, like bad season, but looks like you're going to be yeah. fine. And that like, was our thing all year with West Ham is why are you down here? Mm-hmm. What's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And really, we you know by by pick of the hat, I I could have been super right about Leicester because they they were having the same season all year and then just completely uh nosedive down but yeah the fact that Lester's in here with guys who start start for elite national teams like Belgium and England right is is crazy right yeah. like I just, yeah and man it's it's just like wild because you know like what really fucks me up sometimes is that when I see um like here back in the past of like Blackburn won a premier league in like 95, 96 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always uh-huh. like Blackburn was in the premier league. Cause it's way before I started watching or anything. And then right. it was like, like, is that what people in 20 years are going to think about Lester now? They're going to be like, Lester won a premier league. And they're like in the, you know, the league two or something. Cause like we talked about their finances in the past. Yeah. Like, this is, this is going to be probably bad. It's, it's well, I mean, it's going to be catastrophic. I mean, can they maybe fight their way out of it? Like, we just talked about, like, they have good players. Like, and if there's ever a time to, like, okay, so maybe they can't beat Liverpool, right? Between Liverpool and Newcastle, I think they're losing one of those two games, right? But they could beat West Ham and tie somebody and get out of there with four points. And four points is a lot at the bottom of this table, man. Yeah. You know, if they're at 34 points, like, I don't know that Everton's going to do better than that. Right. I mean, they got Wolves and Bournemouth and they're running, but Wolves have been feisty and Bournemouth has been pretty good. Like before the Chelsea defeat, like Bournemouth had won like seven of their last 10 games. Bournemouth had won, Spencer, won seven of their last 10 games. They won them. They had more goals than the other team at the end. That's a really good run of form, right? And I know it's easy to diminish it when Chelsea scores multiple goals against you because that's embarrassing and should never happen for a professional team. But I, I think, I think Lester's down, man. I, I think, I, mean, I think Lester's down, and I don't really see how Leeds gets out of this either. I, yeah, I, I think this was this past weekend was Lester's chance, man. And you know, Fulham's not been in good form. Uh, Mitrovic didn't even play. I think he's still suspended or hurt or something, but like mm-hmm. they went down four, nothing. <laughs> they yeah. were down four. I mean, they made it five, three in the end. Sure. But they went down four, nothing. Like if you're up against the wall, like it's the business in like, that was their best chance to probably save their season. I think. And you give out that effort. Like I'd be disgusted if I was a fan of them. I'm not a fan of them. And I'm disgusted by that, honestly. Yeah. But we can um we can move it along. Obviously, we'll be keeping tabs on that. Any, anything else in the Premier League you want to look at really quick? Um, I guess the, the top four race is kind of tight now, but yeah. The last thing on the bottom is we didn't even talk about it, but they like Leeds last week fired their manager and hired Big Sam Allardyce. Like, what are we doing? Like at this point in the season, like I'm the guy who wanted David Moyes fired. I wanted David Moyes fired like two months ago, but like. I heard he gets like $50,000 for the rest of the season, which is a great deal. And like a $3 million bonus if they stay up. So maybe big Sam can figure it out, man. But yeah, no, uh, let's, let's look at the, let's look at the middle of the table and then we'll get out of here, man. Just, uh, I mean, Europe's a little interesting. Like 
Newcastle on 65, United 63, Liverpool 62. So that last Champions League spot is pretty up for grabs. Like two right. of those three can only get in. Um, I kind of like how it sits right now too. I, I'd love to see Liverpool not make your not make uh, Champions League. I mean, <laughs> like it's kind of yeah. like it's fun to have New- Newcastle's also played well. Right, Liverpool's so up and down. Right, like Newcastle if it wasn't for Arsenal would be kind of like, if this was just a season where city wins the title, like we've had, right. Newcastle would be the story of the season, right. It's Arsenal. I think right now is kind of the story of the season. Are they going to bottle it? But like, that's how good Newcastle. Yeah, for sure. Um, So top four, we'll be keeping an eye on that Uh, top six. We, I mean, Liverpool, one, whichever one of those three we mentioned before, don't make the top four is locked into fifth basically. But then, Tottenham, Brighton, Villa, all within three points. Uh, that should be an interesting race here down the stretch. Looking forward to that, too. But, yeah, yeah honestly, most of the jeopardy in this table, right? It's it's at the top and it's at the bottom, right? And I, I think even more it's so a beautiful part bottom, of soccer, like, man. Absolutely. Well, I, it, the most the most city – I'm sure there's an Arsenal fan somewhere just losing their mind because this is the most blasé city – Oh, I'm sure they'll be fine against Madrid, and we already got the we are we're up by one point with one game in hand, so we already got the title wrapped up here. So mark this down as the uh, episode to come back at Spencer if uh, if things go better. I here. would like to one thousand percent clarify that I had never said we will be okay against Madrid. I am horrified still of next week. Well, but you but you <laughs> kind of you but you you feel better about the league, and you have a one you know like this is like. I was kind of expecting to get on and have you be, I mean, it was not a game worth getting fired up about, but a late goal to equal guys against Madrid and have you just be like, well, we didn't blow it today. It's like, whoa, like you guys are just at a different level or one 20 year old Norwegian kid. And all of a sudden you guys are just da, 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 la, di, da. everything's yeah. great. You can't win in the first leg, but you can for sure lose it in the first right, leg. Right, which so. you didn't do, and it is, but I, I was expecting a little bit more fire in the belly with a late game equalizer in the Bernabeu. No, I mean but if we three if we three nailed them or Pep, something. Pep's away, never bottled a big game before. It's I, in good see, days. the thing it's is, I just I good. have too. Andrew, there's just too much trauma here. Like after <laughs> last year, I just don't believe in anything with Madrid. They're they're horrifying. They're the boogeyman. I look under my bed every the, night the, before the I go scab to sleep. has already scarred over. It's just nothing you can do about it at yeah, this point. I, right? I make sure Kareem Benzema's not or Rodrigo or whoever's not under my bed before I go yeah. to sleep every single night. They really uh, are such a fun team, man. I they're they're such a good villain because they're not around all the time for me and you but they're just looming at the end of the season. Like it's an inevitability. Like, yeah, but uh, you're going to have to jump this fence, clear this hurdle. If you want to do what you want to do. And, and then, and then Lukaku might be waiting for you, which is horrifying in all accounts. That's who my, that's my, you talk about a boogeyman. That's my boogeyman. (laughs) Um, 120 million down the drain. Um, not, not playing for your team, but, uh, no, quick, uh, quick whip around here as we we briefly mentioned earlier. Congratulations to Napoli wrapping up Syria for the first time in like twenty four years or something. I think was what I saw. Um, correct me if I'm wrong there, but um, congratulations, great season, and to have that to have them run away with the league and have two team like a Champions League finalist for sure and two teams in the semifinals like a really good like kind of resurgent year for Italy. Yeah. Right. If you think about Italian football, like Juventus is at all this stuff and they were kind of the, the poster boy for Italian football for a long time. And speaking of poster boys for a league, 
Bayern, last we talked, not in first. Bayern, back in first in the Bundesliga. 65 points versus Dortmund with 64 points, despite Dortmund putting six past, I think it was Bremen yesterday, um, or Sunday maybe, but big, fun title race there in the Bundesliga as well. Yeah, it's uh, tight over there in Germany too, for sure. Uh, Going to be a lot of fun to pay attention to that one as we go down the stretch. Obviously, I think we have to root for Dortmund in this, but um, we shall see how it plays out. Also, just you said Juventus, it reminded me. I had a tweet earlier today, if you saw it, where I, I believe it was uh, Pau Torres was linked to Aston Villa after it was yeah. like reported that Juventus couldn't like afford, afford it. And I was like, it's like, and it was like 30 just, mil. It just, was not, yeah. it was not a lot. Just imagine, yeah. like, I, I, the tweet was, I was like, just imagine, like, getting in a time machine, like, going back like five years even and just being like, yeah, Cristiano Juventus can't Ronaldo afford this guy. Play, <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo plays in Saudi Arabia. You can't <laughs> afford Pau Torres. The team, you have been both docked points and given points back in one calendar year. What? So, yeah, the they're, 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 thank God Juventus is around. I wish we followed them more because it'd make me feel better about Chelsea, maybe, but. <laughs> Um, but really nothing can, um, we have about a minute left here. A quick look ahead. What is your, you have a pick for game of the weekend or game you're most looking forward to? I haven't really peeked ahead that hard. So I'll just say City Everton. I want to see if Everton's still flying high and if they're going to piss me off this weekend, super early in the morning, probably, but (laughs) hopefully not. You guys got a comfortable eight o'clock start on a Sunday. Um, but I think, yeah, it's kind of like, it's the bottom of the league, right? Leeds Newcastle, like there's maybe not one game I would pick out here, but um, Leeds Newcastle, right? Leeds with the playing against one of the biggest teams. Nottingham Forest, Chelsea. Chelsea's an absolute dumpster fire. Nottingham Forest has been flying high. Um, <clears throat> and then you look at like Everton against City, and I think that's it, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, stick around. We'll be back next week. Follow us on Twitter at fish fries pod, follow the podcast, subscribe, all that good jazz. And, uh, we'll see how it plays out this weekend. My friend until then take care, friend. I'll see you then, buddy. Thank you.